Welcome to the Global Venture and Review Podcast. My name's James Morrison, founder and editor-in-chief of our three publications, Global Corporate Venture and Global Government Venture and Global University Venture. It's a great pleasure to be back here once again for our weekly podcast. Uh, Thierry Hennis is on the holiday this week, enjoying the sun, hopefully. But I'll be with you just to run through what perhaps has said many of you are nursing some of the post-July 4th hangovers after the past week. And through to form, the Corporate Venture Capital Activity has also slowed right down the past couple of days in the midst of what has been a hectic summer. We'll actually be reviewing the first half of the year in our GCV analytics, IT sector and first half of the year data review, which will be a webinar on the 19th of July at uh, 5.30pm UK time, about 9.30 in California, pretty early in the morning the next day in Asia. So uh, we'll have the GCB webinar looking at our first half numbers and which records have again been broken, but spoiler alert for the webinar, probably the most important change has been China's corporate venture capital deal values now are bigger than the rest of the world, including the US, put together. Change in power dynamics between the US and China, particularly in critical future growth markets in the emerging world, as noted by TechCrunch this past week, probably the most significant issue in innovation capital and affecting geopolitics too judging by the latest wave of tit-for-tat trade tariffs between the two countries. As China Money Network noted recently, Tencent, Alibaba and Baidu ranked as third, fourth and eighth most active investors in April, thinking 11, 5 and 4 deals that month alone. That trend has definitely continued each month. Sequoia partner Mike Moritz in the Financial Times also recently said, quote, between 2015 and 2017, the five biggest U.S. tech groups, especially Apple and Microsoft, spent $228 billion on stock buybacks and dividends, even though data shows. During the same period, the top five Chinese tech companies spent just $10.7 billion and plowed the rest of their excess cash into investments that broaden their footprint and influence. Most Chinese activity is outside the U.S., with Tencent and Alibaba built in vast constellations of satellites. Tencent has more than 600 investments, while Alibaba is around 400. Totals that almost make Japan SoftBank look like penny pinching stock, end quote. Certainly we've seen a number of deals from SoftBank, which we'll come to, but on the fun side, well, probably one of the most exciting and interesting deals has been a, effectively a private equity second deal, where Telstra Ventures, part of the corporate venture unit of the Australia-based phone operator, which has had some big exits in the past few years, including IPOs for Stack, Docs, and Box. But the unit is now electing to reshape itself by forming a partnership with the private equity firm Harborfest that will create a $500 million investment vehicle. Both Telstra and Harborfest will invest further $92 million, with the last buying a 25 stake in a joint fund, giving a telecommunications firm a return as well as an additional investment capital. So it's a really smart, interesting deal. We should be hearing from Tim Flower, the partner at Harbour Vest, about this deal at our GCB Asia Congress on the 20th of September in Hong Kong, actually. So hopefully we'll get uh, Telstra along back again this year as well, and uh, we'll be digging down into that deal. I think uh, sort of secondaries and how private equity and venture capital are increasingly looking to corporate venture capital as, as partners and uh, able to do some really exciting things in the way that SoftBank through its vision fund has been able to do. And so it's really a hot topic. So looking to dig more into that. And also on fund news, Malaysia-based conglomerate Sunway is raising $50 million for a venture capital vehicle called Sun Sea Capital and will invest in early stage Southeast Asia 
technicalities. Some way his reportedly put it 10% capital, regardless of interest from outside, time will tell how active the plan ends up being. Some way his corporate venture now, some way ventures, was launched a year ago, as yet to disclose any deals. Tokyo Electric powers up a new unit. Tepco Ventures will take place of the power producer's new business task force focused on incubating new companies. And on the university side, we're preparing our global university venture in Powerless 100, presented at the gala dinner on the 8th and 9th of November as part of our Venture Houston conference, which will have a concurrent track on energy and the future of energy in corporate venture as well as look at university venture funds and the collaboration between corporates and universities, which Thierry Hellers, when he's back from holiday next week, will be, uh, will be sort of digging into. We've been doing research on 300 or more university venture-focused funds, and so we'll try whittling that down to the top 100. So your support and help in terms of nominations and suggestions are always appreciated. But on the fund side, the University PSL in France has assembled a deep tech France, the PSL Innovation Fund will be managed by Leia Palmas and is targeted in $87.5 million close when secured several corporates as backers. And on to deals. Altana has added funding to Lander Digital Printing. The chemicals producer Altana and family office Scion, both owned by entrepreneur and BMW heiress Suzanne Clatton, have invested $300 million in the nanographic printer club which has now raised $700 million in total. So an interesting deal, actually. And Benny Lando, who forms the Lando Digital Printing, it's also a sort of for ventures and a, a labs operation, but it's really probably a globally recognised leader in nanotechnology. And uh, this technology around printed developers is very exciting, actually. So, interesting deal to watch and look at that one. Other deals. American Whale has last received funding in January this year when Allianz invested $59 million in connection with a strategic partnership. But the telehealth platform developer has now raised a further $291 million of a planned $351 million round, according to the securities fund. Participants in the new round reportedly include medical technology provider Philips, which formed its own partnership with American Whale in January. IMAB Biopharma was formed in March last year from the merger of Immunotherapy Developers Third Venture Biotech and Tasken Bio, as well as $150 million in Series B funding from corporate Tasley Pharmaceuticals and Seabridge Capital. Now Tasley has returned to take part in the $220 million to Seabridge and fund development of IMAB's pipeline featuring more than 10 drug candidates. Trax has developed a computer vision-based platform that uses photos taken by mobile devices to assess retail displays. The Singapore-based company has secured $125 million in funding from investors including DC Thompson. Round boosted Trax's overall funding to $235 million since 2010 and valued it at close to $1 billion. Small business-focused lending platform, Kurong Bank, as last raised funding in a 2015 Series E round featuring SoftBank's SVCBC unit, is now added to that for a reported $120 million in Series B funding, it was provided by a single undisclosed investor. The party in question is said to be a controller shareholder of compliance maker Wanjiali Gas Appliances, though it's not exactly clear whether that makes him a corporate, an institutional investor, or a person. And I Kukan, the operator of a service that enables fashion brands to sell excess inventory to online merchants, has raised 87.5 million in a 
Legend Capital-led Series B-Mount and included Cybermen C and D Corp and Eastern Bell Venture Capital. The company will put the Series B cash into R&D product Meanwhile, plant-based brokerage producer Califia Farms was spun off from fruit supplier Sun Pacific, which still owned a majority stake in Sun in 2015. No word as to whether that still is the case, following a 50 million co-led by Sun Pacific, along with Ambrosia Investments, the existing investor Stripes Group. Funds will support the expansion of Califia's product range to include yogurts. Round also features celebrities including Leonardo DiCaprio, Jared Leto and Carly Kloss. Other deals, Air Wallets has access corporates for $80 million. Existing investor Tencent and BCA's Central Capital Ventura unit took part in a Series B round that will fund international growth. And a number of quite interesting insurance deals, but uh, one of them, corporates have got into Bind for a $70 million round. The health insurance platform Bind has raised funding from strategic partner United Healthcare and Essential Ventures. Several other insurance deals bought by many in the UK, Subtle Life is a platform that enabled those with specialist insurance options to band together for discounted rates. Now it's moving into an offer to cover itself and has raised 19.8 million in commerce ventures left around, including Marsh and Munich Ring. On the university mentoring side, we've seen the Cerebri celebrating a $5 million series in now. Customer engagement on Cerebri AI has received funding from the University of Texas's Rising Fund. We'll be having Julie Grinwandi, the Chief Innovation Officer at University of Texas Systems, speak at the Venture Houston Conference in her home state in November. And other university venture deals, MIT, which Leslie Miller Nicholson is speaking also at the Venture Houston Conference, has raised 19.4 million from unnamed backers from the plant based in Freedom Tower and used cash to expand its production activity. And in the Middle East, the accelerator from Tel Aviv University has embraced its first cohort, formed in partnership with the Israel Security Agency. On the exit side of things, Uber has already merged its business in China, Southeast Asia, and Eastern Europe with local operators and next to the block for these Middle Eastern operations. The company has open talks with Korean, a MENA-based operator that is backed by a host of corporates and currently made a cash of 1.5 billion valuation. Reportedly favours an outcome which will, will take a majority stake in any merge company. However, Korean, which currently operates in 100 cities, will be open to either that. BP has fueled a BMW exit with a charge master acquisition. BMW I Ventures is set to exit EV charge development charge master. The IPA market continues to churn along. Cloud-based business developer software provider Domo has gone public in 193 million IPO, allowed WPP and Salesforce to exit. 47 fetched $112 million in its IPO. GV backed cancer developer floated the top of its range in the market. Neuronetics, the developer device that uses magnetic stimulation to treat psychiatric disorders has closed its initial public offering at $107 million. Companies backers include GE Ventures, Fire Venture Investments, and Sanchez Ventures has raised $187 million total. Others plan to follow suit with their own flotation plans, of which Pinduo Duo has filed for $1 billion IPO. Liquidia Technologies is among the life sizes of companies aiming for an IPO, potentially $57.5 million in this India Mart 
a business-to-business e-commerce marketplace, could file for an IPO to raise 88 million, and Huan Jian has graduated to the public markets as cloaked in Hong Kong, where we'll be holding our Asia Congress. That's all the, the big headline news from the past week. Obviously, thank you very much to Rob Levine and the rest of the team for covering the news this past week, and we'll be back for the podcast next week. Thanks. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.